All right, guys, thank you for that carrier update. We've got Alan Adler here for our top story of the morning. Daimler Truck releasing some hot new truck tech out in Anaheim, California. Alan, you're one of the first people to check it out. And I've got to say, a scale of one to 10, how impressed were you? Well, I, you know, I've driven a handful of uh, electric trucks over time. Uh, pretty impressed on this one. Every time you get an electric truck, Kaylee, you basically have to use the idea that you can have a conversation in that truck if you want to. The, you know, straight line acceleration is amazing. I mean, you know, if you've been in a Tesla or anything like that, it's not that different. You're just hauling a lot more weight. Um, but I would say overall, you know, quite impressed. Uh, you know, the, the straight truck is an interesting one because, you know, just getting used to the whole idea of the what's called regenerative braking, you know, where it, it slows at different uh, at different rates, depending, you know, which selection you make. Um, that's hard to sort of understand very well on a on a, a stadium parking lot. But I would tell you that, um, you know, initial impression is very good. I mean, you know, Donway knows how to make trucks. They've been doing this a long time. So, Alan, I think we had a slight audio issue where he cut out right in the beginning. Can you really quickly give us a overview of this announcement from Daimler? Sure. Um, Anthony, what, what they uh, what they announced, and, and they showed us on Sunday a, a little bit of a preview and announced yesterday at the show. You can see the story on, on FreightWaves.com. Uh, we are in front of the new EM2 from uh, Freightliner. This truck is special to you because it's your second child, that's right. That is. It's the little brother of the eCascadia, we like to say, because so many of the components are common in it. And I would say the majority of components that are important to our customers, talk about the powertrain, the e-axles are, are similar, the batteries are similar, all the HP components are similar. So what you see under this hood, under this frame rail, under this suspension is exactly what we have over there on the eCascadia. And not just with the eCascadia, also globally with our partners in Germany on the eActro. So when we test our stuff here in Las Vegas in the heat or in Bemidji, Minnesota or Alaska in the winter, we're also testing. So you can see the truck there, which looks pretty cool. And we heard the mention about the eCascadia. And this one looks like it's more of kind of a middle mile truck, right? Is that what they're going for with this one? That, that's right. It is, a, it is middle mile. A uh, couple things they're trying to do. It's a class six truck. Uh, basically uh, take you up to uh, around 19,000 pounds. Um, the, the plan here, though, isn't just for straight trucks. They're also looking at vocational applications. They had a, they, they had a boom truck, you know, with the, with the, uh, uh, with the, ba um, the bucket truck out there that they're working on uh, with Alltech Industries. And uh, they, they're doing what they call co-creation on a lot of these vocational trucks. Obviously, you know, Daimler makes a lot of those in that sort of class six and seven range uh, now. But getting them electrified does involve uh, some, some needle threading, I guess. And Alan, was there any mention on timelines or the scale that they're looking to ramp this up on? Yeah, they'll start production here in the fall and, and deliveries. On, you know, the orders, order books are open now. Um, you know, this truck has been, has been out there in a first-generation uh, model that uh, Penske Truck Leasing uh, tested in California uh, for about two years. And helped to uh, roll up about well, there. It was part of a million and a half miles of electric truck testing between that and the Cascadia. So, so this truck has been around. It's been at shows and things like that. You're just now getting to the production stage. Uh, you know that that uh, uh, you know obviously building it in Portland on on the line with Western Star Trucks. Uh, that's a pretty big deal. This is this is real stuff now. 
So obviously we talk about, you mentioned the vocational aspect of this truck and it being super useful for that, which when we talk about infrastructure is important because a lot of these places like, uh, for example, like um, electric co-ops that have all of these trucks, right? And they come back, their bucket trucks come back. They have a place to call home every single night. They've got a place to charge every single night. Is that something that Daimler is looking at as well with these is talking about building out that infrastructure network, either through proprietary tech or with uh, partners? Yeah, they've got it sort of covered from, from beginning to end. Uh, E-consulting e services, they call it, uh, you know, through Detroit, which is their, their tech outfit. Um, this is uh, pretty much from beginning to end something that a, a customer, a fleet, you know, can go to Daimler and they can walk them through the, the you know, everything they need, the permitting, getting the, uh, you know, the infrastructure, uh, the electricity to the site and things like that. That is, though, guys, the biggest issue that's come up everywhere you go here at the Act Expo is, you know, we've got such a delay between being able to get trucks and being able to get infrastructure for them. I mean, you're talking, I think we put in a story on Velocity the other day, five months to get, uh, you know, to get a, uh, 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 electric truck from Daimler, it could be up to five years to get your power if they have to build a new substation. And of course, that's on kind of on the utility, but they don't even get the blame because a lot of this comes back to supply chain disruption, getting switch gear and the things that have to happen to bring the power sort of to the door because charging stations aren't that hard as getting the power to the charging stations. That's really an issue. And Alan, can you talk to how this fits within their portfolio of vehicles so far? Yeah, it, it, Anthony, good question. It really completes the portfolio because last week uh, in, a, in a conference call, they announced it really, uh, Daimler Asia, one of the three truck divisions of, of, of Daimler Truck, announced that it was starting a new brand called Rizon um, for class four and five uh, uh, medium duty trucks. These are obviously smaller and, and you know lower uh, gross, gross weight. Um, this basically is the return to the U.S of what was called the e-canter. It was sold under the Mitsubishi Fuso name, uh, still is uh, globally, but the idea was that when Daimler took Fuso out of the U.S. market in 2020, uh, the idea was that when it came back, it wasn't coming back under that name. So they they've they now have basically, or will have very soon, uh, trucks, electric-powered trucks from class four up through class eight. And uh, probably the only one that, that really has that, that whole space covered. I'm glad that you mentioned that because that was going to be my final question for you, Alan, is where does this look like from a competitive standpoint and where does it put them with their offerings? Then what does it look like going forward for the future of what they can now deploy? Well, Daimler Kaylee is the market leader across most of these segments, if not all of the segments. Um, you know, certainly, you know, close to 40% market share at the at, at the class eight level um you know with with the traditional truck um at the very moment volvo is probably leading in electric trucks but not in terms of breadth i mean you know you'd have to have a chart to show where everybody is but but daimler's moves now have basically given them entry into each of the segments and especially those light, lighter weight segments that which is where things are probably going to go faster because they don't need as much infrastructure Help. You can get, uh, you can operate those on what's called level two charging, uh, basically charge them overnight, as one of you indicated, uh, you know, because they go back to base. And so that's something that probably will we'll catch on pretty quickly. There are startups out there and there are some legacy truck makers that are working on that. But it, this is the 800 pound gorilla story, right? I mean, once Daimler's in, 
it's kind of like look out guys you know um not that they're going to dominate it but they're going to have a good healthy share of all of this definitely some exciting stuff going on here alan thank you so much for joining us this morning and i'm sure we'll hear from you again throughout the week okay thanks guys thank you right now we're going to toss things over to kaylee nix for our first look at today's headlines 